You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are highlighting the 2021 Purdue Technology Showcase. And joining me on this episode to discuss that from the Purdue Research Foundation is Abby Carvey and Kimberly Daly. How are you guys doing? Uh, hi, Adam. Great to be here. Thanks. I appreciate your time. Welcome to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. I'm thankful to have you guys on and hear about this uh, exciting uh, event that is happening uh, next week already. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get started, let's uh, just let our listeners and viewers get a chance to know you guys uh, with a brief introduction. Kimberly, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, as you mentioned, I'm Kimberly Daly, and I'm the marketing specialist at the Purdue Office of Technology Commercialization. And I will be It'll be a, going on my third year, okay. so and I've loved it. It's a great place to work. Awesome. All right, Abi, how about you? Uh, my name is Abhijit. Uh, go as Abi, as uh, uh, as always, and uh, I'm the director of business development at Office of Technology Commercialization. Uh, this is my sixth year with OTC, uh, and by training, I'm a geneticist. Switch role to do business development uh, about that time, awesome. and glad to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm so thankful to have you guys on today. As we're uh, talking about the showcase, it's next week. I'm sure this has flown up on you guys. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about the showcase. For those of us who don't know what it is, kind of just uh, describe when it is. Like I said, next week, I guess I answered that, uh, where it's at and, and who it serves. Sure. So maybe I'll start and Kim can uh, chime in about the you know history of the showcase. Sure. Uh, so uh, the showcase is basically a one of the avenues uh, OTC uses to uh, showcase the technologies that we are currently licensing. So these are all the great inventions and uh, discoveries that Purdue inventors have made uh, over the years. And we are looking for uh, someone to actually take those technologies from the lab and make them into a product and have those products in the market. That's our that's our mission. We are driven by that impact by making that making sure that the Purdue technologies reach the hands of uh, companies and they can make them into products. So uh, this showcase is just one avenue of many uh, that we use to uh, reach out to the, the masses and make sure that our technology is heard by several and relevant people. And then we generate some interest and uh, find some licensing lead. But in, on a, in addition to that, we also uh, are interested in people who just want to collaborate with Purdue Inventors. So, Although the goal is getting licensing deals, uh, we also want people to collaborate. We want people to advance the technology that they have developed, uh, all of that. And this is, I think, our third year. Uh, is that right, Kim? Mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe if you wanted to talk about how it started and uh, our previous uh, track record of that, that'd be great. Well, this is my second year for the showcase. Last year was the first one that I actually put together. And of course it was in person back in the day when we were all free to roam. <laughs> and it was a really great event. We, we made it very engaging. Um, we served a luncheon. So we had during the luncheon, a panel where people could ask questions and really interact with with the team and on that particular occasion we had both life sciences and physical sciences all in the same day so we were very back to back to back and you know, there wasn't a lot of time for 
you know, there was no lag time because, you know, one day for all of those technologies was, was, you know, it was, it was a lot, but we also had the availability of the, the posters. So all of the inventors were able to come in early and set up their posters in the main atrium. So at any given time, the attendees could go roam around, they could talk to the inventors and really get the one-on-one -on -one and understand about the technology. And then of course, collaborate further, scheduling further meetings out and meetings with our business development managers as well. Gotcha, okay. And obviously a, a large advantage to be able to do that in person. Unfortunately, we're still dealing with the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Talk about the decision to, to hold this event virtually this year. So we actually were going to have an in-person event. Uh, we were thinking last May and then right before that COVID hit us. And so we were, we had to postpone our planning and then it just turned out that we are not going to go anytime uh, soon uh, for an in-person event. So that's what prompted us like several other organizations to move this online. Uh, but it was a blessing in disguise, I would say, uh, in, in a way, because uh, it allowed us the opportunity to reach out to probably using the online platform to those that often won't be able to attend the in-person showcase because of the, the logistical issues with the, or you know uh, with other uh, uh, issues with travels and all of that that are uh, involved. But now people can log in and uh, see the pitches uh, and get the same quality uh, can interact with individuals. So one thing Kim mentioned was uh, last time we had these poster sessions where uh, you know participants could interact with the inventors, talk about their research, and all of that. Uh, we are trying to replicate that in an online form. So the online philo, uh, they like you know philo portal that we are using actually allows you to create these individual rooms for the inventors. So inventor will have their personal space, if you will. And in that space, they can have uh, hold meetings or have those discussions in front of a poster as you can in in-person events. So I'm pretty excited, it's, it looks cool. Yeah, well, you, you mentioned you know, there are some positives, obviously I'm sure some challenges, you can talk about those in just here in a second, but uh, I guess, yeah, positives and more people I would assume can at least now attend this and have some at least form of access that would not otherwise be able to travel, right? Exactly. And then are there any challenges to, I mean, you know, people probably, you know, want to show off their technology. They probably want somebody to be able to hold it or play with it or, or see it, you know, right up to their face. Talk about those challenges on that flip side of, you know, not be able to be there in person. And I'll start on this and probably Kim can, Kim can add to this. So I think uh, one, I mean, I have been in this BD role for the last five years. And uh, one of the things we always have uh, were encouraged by uh, people having that one-on-one -on -one communication, having that personal connection with Purdue or with the inventor and having hands-on on the technology or uh, with the PI. And with everybody going online, uh, that that level of interaction definitely reduces. Uh, but what we are hoping is uh, that as people are learning to uh, live COVID uh, and through the difficult times, they will probably overcome that hurdle and we'll, we'll, we'll get the same level of interaction or if similar, and hopefully uh, there'll be more follow-on conversations. So even though we may not have uh, the number, maybe a number of one-on-one uh, -on -one interaction may have reduced, 
but by increasing the number of people who can attend, maybe we can uh, we can increase the frequency of interactions. Is what I was uh, thinking might be a good thing. Kim, do you want to add anything? Definitely. Um, like you, I think that you know the one-on-one -on -one interaction is so valuable, and you really get to know someone. And it's it's a little harder to get to know someone virtually, although I think this is our new norm. So yeah, I mean we're getting we're getting used to the remote. But the advantage to it is people can attend from anywhere. If they are quarantined in their house, they can still attend this event where we wouldn't have that option if we had decided to go with, a, with an in-person event. And we certainly don't want to drive the COVID numbers up. And this is the safest way to do it. Yeah, and I imagine- More inventors actually wanting to present. So it turned out to be really good. Yeah, I was gonna say, I bet that open, at least opens the door again for more people who wanna present as well as attend uh, just mm -hmm. because of that, that virtual option. And I would assume uh, one of you maybe can answer this, you know, yeah, you might not get that hands-on, get up close, but now maybe you get a chance to spend a little more time focusing on a thing, or there could be potential follow-ups again, virtually with follow-up Zoom interviews or whatever thing like that, I would assume, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think, and one other thing, Adam, I mean, just, uh, uh, you know, just to build on what just Kim just mentioned, uh, what it allowed us to do is uh, bring in about 60 presentations in over the period of two days. We were at about 30 last year. Uh, it also allowed us to partner with other institutions. So previously it used to be Purdue Technology Showcase. It is still, but this time we have IU and Notre Dame also pitching in some technologies. That's possible partly because of the, the online format of the event. So although uh, as I said, you know, we may not be having those. Of course, I'm going to miss the after, uh, uh, you know, uh, after the event reception, reception. Uh, and coffee breaks and the, <laughs> the food. <laughs> good conversations over coffee during the break. Uh, uh, I wish we'll we'll make up for that by having more people uh, be in the attendance online. Yeah, and that, yeah, always a good way to find some positives there. Like you said, you're basically doubling the presenters. Since you mentioned it, let's jump to that question. IU, Notre Dame, and, and Crane Naval Base getting involved. Talk about looping other universities and, and companies into this as well this year. Sure. So I think uh, this idea uh, sort of uh, came in last year. So I, I, we, uh, the, the three Indiana schools have always collaborated with each other on different projects. On the tech transfer side, we have a, a group of individuals who always are in close communication on you know, understanding how our offices work, what are the hurdles in technology commercialization, all of that. So as part of that uh, last year, Notre Dame, right around their homecoming game, they put a showcase for uh, startup companies uh, from Notre Dame. And in that event, uh, Purdue participated. Uh, so it was a joint event by Notre Dame and Purdue, uh, hosted by Notre Dame. And it was, again, an, an, online, an online event. Uh, and that was a great success. So that inspired us to you know, go one step further and say, if we can open it up to IU, Notre Dame, and see how it works. And we'll, we'll see how, how it will work in the end. But I think uh, we have seen some positive feedback uh, from both the universities uh, in, in terms of uh, giving their technologies as well as bringing their network uh, to mm -hmm. Purdue. So. Right. Every once in a while, we can uh, bring together boilers and Hoosiers for the greater good, right? Yes. I, I think so, yes. <laughs> camaraderie so it's it's that's why i, I think our uh, our tagline here is the state of innovation it's because we can we are thinking this may be bigger than the showcase we can probably do more events like this yeah. within the state uh, with in collaboration with the universities 
Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah, I love the the title with the state and the in and innovations. Very clever. We'll talk about some of the uh, the highlights. Any of those people who are attending online are going to get to to see this year. So uh, there's definitely uh, so instead of pointing out uh, one or two technologies, I'll say there are there are overall uh, nine different technology buckets, if you will, nine segments. Uh, as Kim mentioned earlier, there is a, a, a one entire day for life science uh, and one entire day for physical science. Uh, and in life science, we have technologies in drug development, discovery, therapeutics, diagnostics, agriculture, uh, medical devices. Uh, on the physical science, we have technologies in material science, uh, uh, chemical processes, cybersecurity, AI. Uh, there are there is a couple that I think you know are pretty exciting. There's one that I know is uh, actually uh, one faculty at Purdue, uh, she's developing a, a, a modified form of uh, calcitonin, uh, which is actually an approved drug, uh, but uh, its efficacy is low. So they are trying to improve that and that technology is presented under the, I think the drug discovery and development track. Uh, one more uh, on the physical sciences, uh, the other faculty in, in Purdue's industrial engineering, um, she is developing a, a, a cloud-based uh, uh, supply chain management software. So uh, disaster relief uh, uh, can actually deploy that in case of national emergencies or uh, you know uh, in climatic emergencies, mm -hmm. and then it could be deployed and can be used. So those are some of the ones that I'm pretty excited about, and uh, we will see good traction on that. Wow, sounds awesome. And then uh, Kim, Kimberly, if if people are interested in in joining this, uh, we're you know recording this here on February third and go out. Uh, today um people are listening to this and it's a, about a week away now where can they go if they're still interested in, in, in registering or being a part of this they can register up until february 9th and the event is february 10th for life sciences february 11th for physical sciences we realized one day just wasn't enough and february 11th is actual natural natch National Inventors Day. So we thought that would be a good way to tie it in as well. They can go to our website at www.prf.org slash OTC. There's a link right on our homepage. They can also go to tinyurl.com slash tech showcase 2021. And that will take them out to the registration page. Awesome. And I will have a link for that on our website as well for anybody who's watching this uh, interview online. There'll be links uh, below the video for that as well. People want to find it that way. Um, anything else uh, that I have left out that you guys want to mention? I can't think of anything. The, the one thing that that was kind of a, a curveball, I suppose, just just for our team is we thought it would be so much easier to plan a virtual event. And it is 10 times harder to plan a virtual event. So I recommend anyone who is going to plan a virtual event who have always had in-person events in the past start a little earlier because it's, it's definitely a lot. But I do think that it's gonna be an amazing attendance and we have already had more people uh, signing up than we had in the past. So I do look for a lot of attendees. And I, I assume uh, the door is already closed for presenters. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And if somebody's listening to this and is interested in attending, but kind of on the fence, what would you say to them to convince them to, uh, hey, just take 
take a dive and, and jump in and, and check it out. I would say for them to definitely check it out and to contact us, they can contact otcip.com and ask us any question they want. We can certainly direct them to the right business development manager that can help them along. Maybe they don't even realize they have something that they can present. So I'll also add to what Kim said, uh, what we are presenting at the showcase is just a, uh, a drop in the bucket of the technologies that OTC markets at any given time. So if you're interested uh, and if you're not able to attend, our website is a good resource for you to look for technologies that are available for licensing. Uh, and these are all great technologies. Uh, not all of them could be featured in the showcase, but uh, if you're interested, feel free to reach out to one of us or go to our website, find out uh, which technologies you're interested in and contact us and we'll be more than happy to talk to you. We have been, uh, I mean, uh, OTC has, uh, in this difficult year of COVID, we were first hoping, you know, this, uh, uh, how are we gonna pull off? Uh, but we have been striving and actually prospering in there. So, uh, and it's a great work to the, our entire team uh, that uh, we are, uh, we have been, even in this down year, we have been uh, doing well. But also, it's also credit to all our licensees and uh, people who are interested in working with OTC. So we look forward to uh, having more and more uh, people interested in us and Always. learning more about Purdue technology and license. Thank For you. sure. Definitely a very interesting uh, matter there, too. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. Uh, I hope everything goes well for you guys uh, next week and look forward to uh, hearing about that and just seeing all the licenses or innovations and things that we will see out there uh, in this world uh, following. Yes. Awesome. I'd like to th yeah, just th thanks Adam for this opportunity. I think this is this is great, and uh, we look forward to having a great event. Yeah, my Thank pleasure you. to have you guys on and, and highlight this uh, important event. Uh, best of luck to you guys next week, and thanks for uh, joining the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Boiler up. Boiler up. Boiler up. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.